This is CliffCentral.com. Please note that the views expressed and the advice provided in this show are for general advice and entertainment purposes only. Nothing stated should be treated as a substitute for your own independent legal advice based on your own specific facts and objectives. Therefore, the presenter and CliffCentral.com accept no liability of any nature whatsoever, either expressed or implied. Law. Like you've never heard it before. The Laws of Life with Gary Hertzberg on CliffCentral.com. Presenting the Attorney's Fidelity Fund and the Attorney's Insurance Indemnity Fund on CliffCentral.com. Your champions in the legal profession. I'm Gary Hertzberg and this is the Laws of Life on CliffCentral.com. Today is the first in a series of shows in which we introduce the Attorney's Fidelity Fund and the Attorney's Insurance Indemnity Fund. And uh, very simply, the goal of these shows is to increase the awareness of the services provided by these organizations and how they serve and protect you. So the two funds you will hear are committed to ensuring the acceleration of growth in the legal fraternity. And uh, it's for me as a lawyer, great honor to host the two gents today. May I introduce you to them? First up, the Chief Executive Officer of the Attorney's Fidelity Fund. It's Mr. Motlatsi Molefe. And a very warm welcome to you, sir. Thank you, Gary. Also, uh, Managing Director, Attorney's Indemnity Insurance Fund, Mr. Sipo Mbele. Welcome to you, Sipo. Thank you, Gary. May I just mention quickly, Mr. Molefi is an attorney. He has a Management Development Program Certificate from Wits Business School and a Master of Business Administration Degree MBA from Regenesis. Fantastic, gents. Also, uh, Sipo, you hold an MBA and a BSc. Yeah, it's quite strange to have both, business and science, but there you go. Thank you. Great to have you, gents, heading up organizations that are so important to the public and to us lawyers. Let's first of all shoot uh, with you, Mr. Molefe. Uh, let's discuss both funds. Either you're going to discuss both or you'll share it between you. So we have the two attorneys' uh, fidelity fund on the one hand and attorneys' indemnity insurance fund on the other. Please tell us what these funds are. Okay, um, to start with, the Attorney's Fidelity Fund is a creature of statute set up in terms of the Attorney's Act as far back as some 73, 4 years ago, mm. but repeated again in terms of in extending its life um, in the 1979 Act, Chapter 2 thereof, uh, from Section 25 going downwards. But the primary um objective of the Attorney's Fidelity Fund is basically to reimburse members of the public who have been left out of pocket mm-hmm. as a result of theft or misappropriation, whichever way you want to put it, that is committed by practitioners in the course of their practice. Our scope is limited specifically to theft. It could be money. It could be any other property that has been entrusted to an attorney. And in terms of the very same act, you also will note that the act empowers the fund to actually set up a vehicle that will provide professional indemnity cover uh, 
to all practitioners in the country, which was done when the Insurance Indemnity Fund, which SIPO heads, was actually established, I think, in 1993, if I recall very well. Mm. Okay, so we have the two. The first one, Fidelity Fund, is the one if an attorney steals your money, he runs off with your money, then uh, the Fidelity Fund is there to cover you and protect you, and you'll get that money back if it's there legitimately in the hands of a lawyer's trust account having emanated from a legal matter. That is correct. Right. Now we move to you, Sipo, and we talk about the Attorney's Indemnity Insurance Fund, which means that if a lawyer botches a claim, he forgets to, uh, whatever, the ma- matter prescribes for that matter, the, the, the man in the street is covered. Just explain that in a little more detail for us. Okay. So the, the first thing um, is that the man in the street is covered, uh, but only through a process of, uh, of suing the other attorney through another attorney. So in the, uh, unlike the Fidelity Fund, um, in our case, you will only have protection if you approach another lawyer in order to sue him for, 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 for malpractice that might have happened. Yes. Um, and, and the second thing is that we actually limit the benefits that a lawyer could have um, as indemnity for any malpractice that might have happened. And we, uh, depending on the number of partners or directors in the practice of firm, um, we, we will then uh, offer them uh, according to the scale of benefits that we have. So effectively, you will have uh, a, a member of the public approaching one lawyer and then suing the other, and then we then pay the, that claim based on the processes that have uh, been undertaken. Okay, the next question that arises from that really is, does the public have to pay anything for this? And how do these two funds, uh, how do they sustain themselves financially? Okay, I'm going to answer the question of the public, and then I'll leave Matlazi to, to talk to the, to the funding of, uh, of the two uh, organizations. At the moment, the public does not have to pay because uh, of the structure that we have uh, of funding the AIF. Um, what happens is that a um, a an ad, a practicing attorney is automatically covered by virtue of owning or having a fidelity fund certificate that is valid, or at least is supposed to have a, a, a fidelity fund certificate. Um, but the the public does not pay uh, for this PI as such. Okay. I think to answer your question, Gary, it's it's how the Act has structured the whole element of the income of the 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 Atenis Fidelity Fund that is important and that covers both ourselves and the AWIF. Mm-hmm. Firstly, members of the public do not pay directly for any of the services that we offer. We are entitled in terms of the Attorney's Act to interest that accrues in a trust account of an attorney. It's diverted to the fund primarily to ensure that the fund remains sustainable throughout. So it's a pooling of resources that emanate from trust accounts of attorneys. But I must make also a particular point. 
Not all interest emanating from trust accounts held by attorneys come through to the fund. When there is an underlying transaction, for instance, a transfer of property, and you know it's going to take place over a period, say, of three to four months, an attorney is obliged to invest that money in a Section 78-2 capital A account. So it's a short-term investment. Mm-hmm. And that short-term investment, the returns thereof, go directly to the client. But any other that hasn't been invested in that format, the fruits thereof come to the fund. Having said that, from our resources, with each passing year, beginning from the 1st of July to the end of June the following year, we pay over to the AWIF a premium, which is intended to ensure that whenever there are claims, they are able to meet the claims and actually make sure that no member of the public is left out of pocket. Mm. So what we have seen with the sustainability of the fund in the last few years is that with interest rates having dropped to such levels as we see today, our traditional income, which is the receipt of interest from trust accounts, has actually been outstripped by our investment income. Mm -hmm. So our sustainability today is addressed more by our investment income, which is driven by a particularly well-structured investment strategy Mm -hmm. on the one hand, and interest rates. And I'll give you a very simple, I mean, our income is a function of interest rates. Mm -hmm. A very simple example. With the last drop in interest rates, I think it was 25 basis points or so, we talk about a reduction of almost 50 million rands in our income at any particular point in time. Mm. Sipo, you wanted to add something? Um, I think the the most important thing, however, that we must keep in mind is that given the funding that the AFF receives, um, uh, and that funding comes out of the fees that clients pay to 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 the practitioners, it is important that we it become it, it, it is important that people realize that effectively we are two funds that are funded through public assets. Yes. And and it is for that reason that the two funds are actually NPCs mm. because effectively we are public interest organizations. If for any reason on the insurance side the claim is greater than the amount that you're covering the lawyer for what happens to that shortfall? In other words, I I have a massive claim against the road accident fund for twenty million, yes. and the lawyer forgot to submit my claim and prescribed. How much do you pay? You pay a small percentage of that. We we pay a certain percentage. So, Again, uh, yeah. it's a structure of the firm. Yeah. Um, the lawyer would be liable to, for the rest. For the rest. Yes. Um, and um, uh, we pay up to a maximum of 3.125. Mm. Um, and then after that, then it is the lawyer's uh, liability that has to. And that's why most big firms and most lawyers have their own professional indemnity for an amount in excess. But generally, you're covering the first amount, we which is very important. Yeah. We, we're covering the first amount, but yeah. it is also important to. When you look at the structure of PI in in the whole uh, uh, in the whole country, yes, 
95 to 90 to 95% of the times, or in other words, of the hits where there has been a claim, yes. is still paid by this base layer. And consequently, because of that, you find that in South Africa, the top-up insurance, which is the, 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 the one you're talking about, yes. is uh, comparatively speaking fairly uh, inexpensive in a South African sense. Yes. And people do cover themselves up to a billion rands and sometimes higher. Mm. There's, there's big firms that really take those kind of amounts. Mm. But it is important to realize that 90 to 95% of the claims in South Africa are still covered by ourselves. Excellent. Gents, we're running out of time. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to follow up this podcast and we're going to discuss these issues in a little more detail. And uh, questions we're going to talk to you about a little later or next time is what one should look out for when acquiring the services of a lawyer. What should we, as the public, what should we look for and how the two funds, in effect, support both attorneys and consumers. So we're going to say farewell to you now. And uh, we'll be back next week with another podcast. Many thanks for joining us, the two gentlemen from the Attorneys Indemnity Insurance Fund and the Attorneys Fidelity Fund. Yabonga Kakul. Law, like you've never heard it before. The Laws of Life with Gary Hertzberg on CliffCentral.com. This is CliffCentral.com.